Welcome to Down to Herf, the podcast for cigar smokers, whiskey drinkers, and for the people just looking to kick back, light up, and have a good time. I'm your host, Jerry, and I'm joined by, as always, my co-host, Gio and Caleb. Fellas, 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 welcome to episode 95 of the Down to Herf podcast. Caleb, how are you, my friend? Uh, it's good to be here. It feels like it's been forever. I don't know why it feels like that, but I'm just glad to start drinking and start smoking with you boys. Absolutely. We had kind of a little bit of a hectic night. We got a lot of new surprises coming to the audience. Um, yeah, like running out of lighter fluid mid-light. Gio, how, how are you? I'm doing well, boys. Upcoming big few days, you know, for the fam, obviously. You know, little one on the way and just... Making sure everything is set with that. Talk about a lot going on and, you know, lots of changes, obviously. Good you, changes, though. You ain't kidding, man. I, I, uh, For those who don't know, obviously, uh, my man's he's expecting his first child tomorrow. Uh, huge day. Huge day. Obviously, this will be next week that this comes out. But, I mean, like, this is a big day for you, man. Are you excited? Yeah. I mean... It's a mix of things. Nervous. There's that like nervous, excited. You're like, oh shit, I'm leaving the hospital. I'm going to be responsible for a human. So let me ask you just one quick question. Hmm. Is that the fastest nine months ever? Yes and no. Because <laughs> there are some days where you're like, oh my goodness. I feel like the last two weeks really speeds up and it's like, oh shit, it's coming. But you're, like the you're first like, couple. I got time. I got time. The first couple months, you're like, yeah, yeah, no sweat. Oh, I'm going to go out drinking. I don't, I, I got nothing to worry about. And then the. You know, you start seeing that uh, belly get bigger, and you're like, oh, oh, this is happening for real. Then you feel that kick, and ooh, you know what's coming. Caleb is a man of much experience here, so uh, he's got like 150 children. <laughs> yeah, right. Very, very fertile parents over here. <laughs> and the wife, you know. But uh, boys are swimmers. We're we're happy for you, G, and uh, yeah. I'm excited for you. So what I'm gonna do right now is I'm gonna I'm gonna let you get into what we're gonna be smoking tonight. Well, we are smoking a much, much anticipated cigar. It's a year late. The SBC 2022 by our good friends at Pestania. You know, the Cigar Hustler brand. Fucking hey, that was a mouthful. Kind of funny, dude. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I think this might have happened with the 20 as well. Yeah. Did it? Did, did the 20 come out in 2021? So typically they release them in the even years. I don't remember. I didn't really look into that. Like, I know they brought up a big point that like, by the time this airs, I'm sure everyone will have saw the reviews regarding this because this is a very, very acclaimed cigar. I'm sure those who have uh, been into the, you know, the game as much as a lot of our listeners are are going to be like, oh shit, finally. So... Obviously, we've had the opportunity to smoke a few of these. Oh, uh, yeah. I smoked them the we PCA. Smoked them at PCA randomly throughout the year. Like, one time I think we were smoking them. Um, Mike's like, guys, you can't post that. <laughs> I, I asked Mike, I was like, Mike, can I post this picture of the SBC 22? And he was like, uh, I would prefer that you didn't do that. He never said no, but I just kind of, out of respect for Mike, didn't want to yeah. do that. And so. I can't wait to fucking post that picture, though. I'm oh, posting that. I'm posting that fucking picture, bro. I mean, Finally. I feel like you're more than able to. So, yeah, but then I started seeing all these like random people post it, and I'm like, let's do it. 
Come on. The leakers were in full effect. Come on, man. So there's some actual fun stuff about this cigar that were a departure from the norm with the SBC. For those that don't know, SBC stands for Surrounded by Champions, which I am surrounded by a champion to my left, not so much to my right. Hey, <laughs> my boy. I appreciate you. I'm a champion at fatherhood, perhaps? Yes, there you go. Making it happen. Making the magic champion happen. Champion girl dad. Yeah, there we go. We're all yeah. girl dads, though. Yes, it's true. Yes, yeah. It's true. Not yet. Geo, not yet. Well, now but he's getting very close. You know, then see, that's going to be the next Pestania brand, the SBD, surrounded by dads. <laughs> SBGs. SBGs. Surrounded, yeah. surrounded by yeah. girls. <laughs> SB or what? SBEs, surrounded by estrogen. <laughs> so we'll get into the so nuts and that bolts test. of this cigar. <laughs> Jesus. Geo's got plenty. Yeah. This guy's good. on the trend. Well, you're taking some time off from your lifting schedule to be a dad. Let me just borrow some of that juice. <laughs> You guys are fucked. So the Vitola for this cigar is going to be a five and a half by 46 Corona Gorda. Comes in a box count of 20. There were only 500 boxes of this made. And the MSRP of these is 17 bucks a stick, you know, in your normal states that don't hate tobacco. Yeah. Yay, New York. Woo! It wouldn't uh, be the Down to Earth podcast if we didn't talk a little shit about our fucking... State Liquor Authority. So tobacco. tobacco. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, State Liquor Authority is pretty good. So, like, what? So over, like, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. over a $25 thick in New York? Something Easily. like that. Yeah. So, to get it also, by the time this airs, uh, December 9th, these are being released at Smoke on the Water. This is a, actually, I love the idea that Mike does with this. Going forward, all Pestania releases will be picked out of like select partners that they have and retailers to kind of drum up at the store they will be national releases you know most of your pastania carrier carriers will get these in some way shape or form but remember 500 boxes guys it's pretty fucking limited uh they're gonna be tough to get your hands on uh probably i'd say by january <laughs> you know <laughs> holiday season box of cigars makes a nice gift so you know Mike, if you want to send me one for promoting your shit, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like a box should come to the hearth, right? Now, also, the departure from this is this one was not blended by Mike. It was not. This was uh, blended by Skip Martin exclusively. Out of Roma and Nika Suenia. Mm-hmm. So we're smoking a badass Roma craft with the Pestania. Now, granted, yes, Roma does produce a lot of Pestania products out of their factory. We're going to have some fun with this. And, you know, whenever we get to talk a little shit or praise to our boys at Cigar Hustler, we love to do it. I feel like uh, people are going to be like, yeah, well, you guys are on Hustler Network or you guys are on, uh, you know, Cigar Hustler. Of course, you're going to review the cigar. I've had this fucking cigar. This thing's fucking bomb, bro. And what I do love about the cigar is and. Again, people are going to be like, oh, you guys, of course you're going to rate it good. I mean, you guys are, first of all, Roma Craft makes great products. Uh, Pisani makes good products. I mean, I don't know if you guys are sleeping under a fucking rock, but I'm pretty sure their last two cigars got 91s on half wheel. Uh, second of that, I love the colors on the band. Um, so wait till you see this beautiful picture I took of this fucking thing. It's dope. the most beautiful picture. It's dope. <clears throat> dope. Shit. Really dope, dudes. Jerry, the money photographer. Mm. The money shot. <laughs> One shot wonder. Uh, they call you the money shot. <laughs> great nickname to have in a Ka-ching. certain industry. In a certain industry, great nickname. But, uh, <clears throat> again, I feel like dudes are going to be like, well, you guys are... 
Listen. But, dude, Half Wheel just absolutely... They, Again, they we're referencing them right now. Like, I don't, in my opinion, if you get a high score through that site, like, uh, I'm not saying like they're jerks or anything. They are a very, very tough grader. Like, what I liked about it is the two ninety ones came from none other than Charlie Minato, the uh, hardest grader at that company. I think so. I mean, I mean, when you read his reviews, I mean, he, he could be a little stingy on some things. Like, but well, well-deserved reviews, because uh, we did the War Bear, and we gave it a very similar score as well. So, yeah. I mean, maybe we, we might know a thing or two, you know, perhaps. We didn't, we didn't, uh, we didn't really reach out to Mike to, to have him on for this cigar. So I, it, I thought we were. No, no, no. We just had I him on like three weeks ago yeah, to do yeah, the yeah. War Bear. I, I felt like it was just, just too much. I don't want to bother the guy. The guy's too busy getting fucking 91 awards all fucking all <laughs> yeah. week and holiday season's coming up. And obviously, you we, know, we, are, we already gave him his good news. Yeah. You I've, guys will find out good news soon. I'm pointing I, over to Caleb. But we I got, we got a lot of good news coming up, man. Yeah. Speaking of good news. I just want to throw it out there, Gio. That is an amazing hat. Yeah. You know what's crazy about this hat? Look at closely. Dude, it looks like a Buffalo like a Buffalo Bills hat. But what is special about this hat? Look at that thing's wearing a crown, bro. Huh. I wonder. Hmm. Huh. Who do we know that likes crowns? Huh. Besides people that like to drink Crown Royal, but in the cigar world. Nobody likes to drink Crown Royal. Come on. Canadians. Canadians like to... to... Yeah, I mean, I don't mind a shot of crown apple every now and then. Ugh. Ugh. Apple. Ugh. Yeah, apple teeny guy. No, no. Seriously, uh, you got to just... No pun intended here. Hats off to uh, John Huber. What an absolute banger of a fucking hat. Jerry said it. This is a fun little collab. As we know, our boys at Crown Heads love to make hats for various themes. Well... We've been bugging John about this for the better part of like a year and a half since he dropped that Raiders inspired one because you know we needed a Bills one. Oh, look at that. Ooh, that let me see the other Buffalo. side. Ooh-wee. Does that say Down to Herf Podcast? I think it does. Oh, I've, shit. I've, I've heard of those guys. I've they, heard, I've heard they of that suck. podcast. They suck. So. Pretty dope. <laughs> I'm pretty kidding. Dope. Now, the reason we are giving this hat so much attention is because. Tis the season of giving. It is indeed the seasons of. It is the season of giving. We, and you know what that means? Is it giveaway time, Gio? It's giveaway time. Oh, baby. So, boys. Long overdue. Long overdue. For the holiday season, we will be doing. This will be our episode that airs when will we announce it, Jerry? You were just discovering it. We're going to announce this on the 27th. So two days after Christmas. It's going to be two days after Christmas. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to do my best to absolutely have it before um, New Year's, but it's going to be a little tough. It's probably going to be the first week of January. You'll be getting them, obviously, whatever we decide. Gio's going to talk about a few things, but it'll be there before before the end of the first week in January. So the reason we, again, highlighted this hat is this is a part of the giveaway. So... Hopefully you like the Bills, and hopefully you like crown heads. If not, fuck you, you still got a cool hat. If you don't like the Bills, it's still a really nice hat. Exactly. Yeah. Got to come up with some rules for this giveaway, though. We got to come up with something, yeah. For, All right, for so... The listeners to follow. We got to do that like uh, our last one. First things first, so uh, I can tell you right now, 
this giveaway is going to have this uh, amazing hat that, uh, you know, Crown Heads was nice enough to collab with us on. Uh, we're going to be doing a t-shirt. You just got to make sure you get us the size. And we're going to base it off a few things. We're going to make, you're going to have to, as always with our giveaways. We are freestyling this right now too. Yeah. We, I have no idea what we're giving away. <laughs> I Caleb, write, write this down. Write this yeah, down. You better yeah, write this better down, write Caleb. You're the recording secretary. <laughs> I better write this down. Hold on. Let me. So, thought we were doing this at the end of the show, not before we even. Got I actually to the like game. that we're just getting it out of the way. <laughs> right, yeah, this I, is important. I, I mean, it was so natural; game. like it just flowed. So this it is flowed, how we do, baby. Things. Yeah. So, in addition to the hat, the shirt, you're gonna get not one cigar, not two, not three, not four, but a fiver of goodies. So you're telling me right now that down to herf. Is going to be sending some lucky listener mm-hmm. this new hat, this collaboration hat, a, a, a shirt, and five cigars, and probably some stickers and some other DTH swag for nothing. What do we have to do? Well, as yes, our previous exactly. what do you gotta do? you're always going to have to prove. You're going to have to follow us, obviously, on Instagram. If you don't, you know, you ain't getting it anyways, and you're not going to know about this giveaway. So we're going to be putting out a post yes. uh, and you're going to have to comment on it and you're going to have to tag two tag two. Oh, yeah. Let me write that down. We'll have you tag. Let two me people. write that down. We'll have you, you know, you got to make sure you're following us on Instagram and in our DMS, just prove that you are fo- subscribed to us on YouTube. I like this dude. I like this. This seems nice. Screenshot of that subscribe button. Doesn't matter if you already subscribe. On the I tube, just, on the tube, right? Yes. You got to follow us on YouTube. Right. Very important. Listen, you guys, that's if you want to get a good, let's see here, but to, when it's all said and done, Crown Heads usually charges anywhere from 40 to $60 for just a hat, okay? Five, They're amazing hats, too. Right. Amazing. So, okay. I have so many. Then you got five cigars, which let's just, we ain't going to give you bullshit. They're going to be anywhere from, you know... 80 to $100 worth of cigars. And then a t-shirt's like 20 bucks. So you're talking over $150 worth of merch. What shirt do we want to give? we want to just give the regular logo? Or do you want to give like a really funny one? We just got to like do the regular logo, but look, put like a Santa hat on like the dude or something. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I think that's funny. You get the one like of that. one Christmas shirt. Yeah. Man, I don't even have one of those. Exactly. Oh, right. None of us do. Darn tootin'. That's How much... Uh, so, we've been in talks now about doing a little merch, right? Like, how much DTH merch actually exists? Uh, okay. I mean, this is a one-of-one one because it's got the V-cut on the back, so... Yeah. It fits my mouth. I've That's got one of a one-of-one of one shirt in the, uh, like, army green. And I think I have, like, three. So there's five in existence. Well, you, have, you have the Afterhoof shirt with the correct. alien, yes. That's, that's one of one. Highly coveted. Th- and then it doesn't get, even exist, essentially. And, you know, we've got these crown heads cross DTH merch that is something to be old. And my God, this lighter fluid is pissing me off today. Uh, yeah, Caleb decided he was going to get this off-brand lighter <laughs> fluid. <laughs> You're I, laughing over there, dude. But it, like, I'm not giving you a hard time because I like you bought it. Like, I'm not mad, but like... Holy shit. It's from Great Britain. What do you expect those Brits to do? They can't even brush their teeth. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> uh, UK, everyone in the UK just wanted to follow us. Uh, 
yeah, sorry to our UK listeners. Uh, Caleb didn't mean that. But what Caleb's going to do is what you guys are all really great at, along with the Irish. Uh, what are we drinking tonight, Caleb? <laughs> We're just throwing <laughs> shots today. I love it. All right. Uh, highly anticipated bottle, because I've been uh, waiting for this one to hit store shelves. We are drinking the Jefferson's Ocean. The weeded mash bill aged that sea. We were just talking about this on the show like two weeks ago. Where was we? it? Two weeks, three I weeks ago? I, I you forgot. started talking about it. Did I? You were talking I, about it, yeah. I can't remember. 100% you were talking We've about it. We've been drinking so much, I forgot. It's what happens. But uh, so. Tis the season. Fully matured for at least four years, and then it's placed on a rickhouse on ships that have traveled the globe, which hyper ages the bourbon because there's constant agitation between. The the wood, the bourbon, uh, the weather conditions, the sea salt air. So, um, you know, the wheat, softer grain than the rye. So it's got that more of the sweet taste. I'm sure you guys can already taste it because uh, I'm really liking it. A couple sips in. This is great so far. Uh, very, very sweet. Uh, it has a great flavor profile to it. Um, you really... Uh, dude, I, I say it all the time. Weeded bourbons and whiskeys are absolutely my favorite. Uh, and... For those who didn't check it out, make sure you check out uh, the Hartman's episode that we just did because it kind of explains the process of what it's like to age these things on a ship. Yeah. So you got a four-year age. You got a weeded product. This is the third weeded bourbon from Jefferson's, especially in the Oceans line. So this is Voyage number 29. So this first started off in the port of Savannah in Georgia. Then it went down the Atlantic Ocean uh, through a tropical storm southeast of Bermuda. Uh, then it went to the Panama Canal. So then from whoa, there... Whoa, whoa, hold on. I got to interrupt. Yeah. Bro, we're drinking the Bermuda Triangle water. We, <laughs> you never know what could happen in the Bermuda Triangle. It's a conspiracy. Yeah, Caleb just can't even talk just after drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guys, guy. Guys, I, ha- mouth. I also have streptococcus. It's a, it's a, it's a sickness. So yeah, he's recovering. used to having caucus in his throat. So again, uh, I, I hate, I, we keep, I keep doing like throwbacks to old episodes, but uh, make sure you guys listen to uh, Caleb Has an Itch. It's an old episode. Uh, what's really funny is Caleb was telling me he, it came back. It came back. He had the itch again. It's like that yearly sickness. <laughs> Bro, know, that's not know. a yearly sickness. That's well, like last, uh, like an AIDS flare-up. No, no AIDS flare-up. It's just like I have this rare condition where if I get strep, like I get this rare itchy blotchiness on my skin. Luckily for me, it only happened one day on Saturday, and I haven't had it since. So thankfully that's gone. genital warts. No, it, it's not on my genitals. <laughs> it's on like my like waist. Your butthole? It's on oh, my, like, my waist, my stomach. You my, made it worse. <laughs> no. It's not genitals. All right. Can I just continue on with the Ocean's Voice 29? I can't wait until Jefferson's (laughs) listens to this review. You know, this bottle made it halfway around the globe, and you guys want to talk about my itch. You know, show some respect to Jefferson's. (laughs) You know, Thomas Jefferson was a founding father, for Christ's sake. I don't think Thomas Jefferson has anything to do with this. I'm also pretty sure Thomas Jefferson uh, enslaved some of his own children. So I think uh, Jefferson got canceled. Well, he still makes good bourbon. Um, but anyway, so from the uh, what? Panama Canal, okay. these casks in the voyage ship made their way to Australia and through the Indian Ocean. Then they traveled north to Singapore uh, through high wind and rough seas. Uh, they made their passage through uh, China, Korea, and Japan. They even encountered a tropical storm. Uh, the barrels of weeded bourbon uh, then headed into some North Pacific 50-degree weather where the temperature dropped and... Uh, that's the lowest the temperature got the whole trip. Made its way back to America and 
onto the store shelves. So uh, hopefully you guys are picking up a lot of those interesting uh, changes and experience with the uh, bourbon. And if you got any tasting notes, since Jerry's onto his fifth glass already, uh, let us know. <laughs> Why you got to call me out, bro? Because I see you. You're, 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 you're chintzing me for another He's pour. like, more, more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I need I'm, more. I'm not the waiter here. Yeah. Dude, this is not... <sighs> It's not good. This is this is bad. Cause but it's good. No, it's it's like a good bad. Like this shit is good, man. Yeah, it Fuck. is really good. So Fuck. I want to uh, touch on one thing because we were talking about what was old- MSRP on this before Gio gets okay. into what he's getting into. Uh, MSRP. Well, certain stores uh, seventy four ninety nine. Uh, and I believe this is a ninety proofer, right, Jerry? You got the bottle right there. I have the bottle. It is a ninety proof. A ninety proof, seventy five dollars, about give or take. You know. Okay. Uh yeah. To get into it, because we were talking about old episodes, and Jerry reminded me something here. All right, guys, for uh, our legacy listeners, if you will, uh, we've been getting asked about like why our newer episodes aren't showing up on Spotify. It's because we try to explain this, but. All of the new episodes of our main show, you have to, when you go into Spotify, do not search down to Herf. Search Cigar Hustler. When their podcast page shows up, after you click it, you will see the episodes of all our newest stuff here. If you give them a follow, you'll get notifications for theirs, ours, and the that will be it going forward, guys. We've been telling you this for damn near years, <laughs> but we just wanted to clarify because there was some confusion. I've also been getting a lot of like requests for the afterhearth. Uh that thing I mean we've we've taken a little time off of the afterhearth. Obviously life's been a little busy, but Yes. Uh we do have a plan to revamp that. Uh we're gonna be bringing that back. Uh but in a little different way. I, I mean, I feel like maybe we can get into it. What do you think, G? We're yeah. gonna try something. Yeah. Afterhearth is a little racy. Uh as we know, you know, we have discussed a myriad of very vastly inappropriate topics on the afterhearth, of course. Uh, and given the nature of Cigar Hustler Network, we, we want to protect our partnership so Mike doesn't say, get the fuck out. <laughs> so the at now, not really. I don't think he gives a shit what we say, truthfully, as long as it's not too crazy. QAnon Caleb is like right at that line. It might be for our YouTube protection. So that's why. Yes. That's why, you know, getting some followers up and subscribers up. So it's like it, you, we, we might want to be careful with what we say. So we got to take it to a different platform. So the Afterhearth is likely going to be going to a Patreon. We're not going to be gouging you guys for it. It'll be four episodes a month. It'll be, you know, a reasonably priced thing. Won't be for you guys just to, because it's a lot of work to put it together. And Caleb's already got like four shows planned out. You know, he's missing it. I, uh, I have clips for days. We'll, we'll be we'll be talking about the the pricing on it. It's I, it's not going to be unreasonable. It's going to yeah. be very affordable. I mean, like essentially, uh, if you're one of these bougie people out here drinking Starbucks, it, a month is pretty much going to yeah. be the cost of a a, a cup of coffee yeah, for yeah. four episodes. Yeah, and you know we maybe we do like some tiers where you get some little like extra swag stuff. You might get you know the one of however many subscribers we get Patreon edition shirts. We do have some custom hats. We have some custom T-shirts that could be made. Uh, I'll be putting together some packages, and we'll be announcing that in the next couple weeks. Uh, Exciting stuff. Obviously, a lot's going to be changing, um, along with a couple monster announcements. Uh, Q1 2024. It's exciting stuff. Yeah. 
it's what took this fucking episode so long to get rolling, but uh, we got some changes in store for our first week of January episode, possibly second week, depending on how long it takes to get it all. I would assume at least part of it is going to be done. This is going to be done first week. You know. This is going to be the first episode. First episode you listen to in January is going to be a lot. I wouldn't say different, but I would say oh, the well, we'll put it this with way. announcements. Yes, the first week of Jan, the first episode in January will have a lot of uh, changes. There'll be some more changes possibly within you know at least by the second but and if you're a uh, visual listener and you're watching us on the youtube i can say uh some things are going to be different in here yes uh some very exciting things uh i'm i'm super pumped about it yeah. super pumped about it you guys should be too super pumped because 3, when we grow the audience grows grow, uh grow a gang grow a gang Which get, them, means, get them growers you up know, more stuff yeah more things more giveaways more more uh listener appreciation uh you know hey listen it's exciting stuff cigars man. ain't cheap they're not and they're even better when they're free amen so get in on the giveaway and uh, i just want to say guys uh do you know what today is the, like the actual date today is december 5th so that would be the end of prohibition which is called uh anyone know the what today would be called back then? Not uh, um, National uh, American Irish Day. <laughs> Again, and a callback to those notorious drinkers. But today <laughs> is actually Repeal Day. Oh, the I anniversary almost, of Repeal Day. Yeah, I totally fucked up and was like, it's gonna be like something weird. It's called like Bastille Day, but I forgot what that. It's like the <laughs> that's French holiday. That's a band. No, Bastille is like an actual. It's holiday. a jail in like France, France. Yeah. or a fort and a band and a band and a band. They're probably French too. Speaking of the French, we'll talk about them later. Bunch of pussies. Damn, we already fucked this up. We almost had a great segue into another fucking topic. <laughs> Inadvertently. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, December 5th marks uh, a pe- uh, repeal. repeal day, which is when uh, Prohibition has overturned by the 21st Amendment. Uh, so this was the last day that the final 17 of 22 senators who voted for Prohibition 16 years earlier approved its repeal so big party big party day all those people waiting to get drinks at the speakeasies bars open back up no more bathtub <laughs> gin oh so i just wanted to say you, you guys if you were around at this time uh it had to be one hell of a party i did a little research on this they said that uh the time that it hit locally like in utah at three thirty-two p.m they already were wheeling in boatloads of backyard booze Wine was being imported from uh, every port. These ships were just sitting with European wine ready to come in. So once once this act was repealed, the wine was coming right from the ship onto the shore right away. Uh, all these distilleries, all these speakeasies already had liquor and stuff ready to go. So these people were ready to party. That's why like that notorious picture of everyone at the bar yeah. looking happy and cheersing. Like everyone, they knew this was happening. They were ready to party their asses off. Uh, my great-grandfather, Gino, he was around back during... Uh, the repeal day, and uh, he said even Flapper Betty was out there partying like it was 2012, and she even popped out a tit, so he said it was a great time. <laughs> Uncle Gino? <laughs> great-grandfather Gino. <laughs> what? My great-grandfather Gino. He said it was a great... You have a great-grandfather named Gino? Well, yeah, what do you think? It was Gene, but, you know, Gino. 
Okay. Yeah, but he said, you know, Flapper Betty was there. She pulled out a tit. Everyone had a good time. Is this a Caleb story or is this a real story? Oh, this is, dude, this is real. My grandparents lived through Prohibition, dude. Your great-grandparents. Yeah, great-grandparents. My, my grandparents were born during Prohibition. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's true love then. <laughs> yeah, had to, had to do it sober back then. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Can you imagine, like, the end of a hard day dealing with your kids all day? You had to fuck it. You just had to be sober. You couldn't even put on the TV. You just had to listen to the old radio. Or your wife bitch at you all day <laughs> about how you didn't fucking help clean the dishes. Yeah. I mean, back then, though, like, they were fucking able to fucking be like smack her in the fucking mouth or some shit. Whoa. First of all, we are not advocates for domestic violence here. I'm Gio, I don't know what the fuck you you're know, talking he's, about. He's not wrong because the reason Prohibition started was a lot of these women were getting beat by their husbands because they were drinking too much. And a lot of these factory owners. They didn't want their factory workers on these new like automated machines to be drunk because they were messing up the job. Because it wasn't like the old days where you could work out in a field, maybe do some carpentry by yourself. You're in a factory, you're working with new machinery, so they didn't want their workers showing up dr- drunk. They had a lot of drunk accidents at the job. So that's what a lot of these main temperance people were pushing. Sobriety, so like the factories and the owners could get paid more money, they had more efficient workers, and a lot of women were involved in the temperance movement, so they didn't get beat. It's true. So Gio had a point there. No, there was Whoa. so yeah. No, there's First actually all, you're like talking a, about all these unsafe work environments, dude. And I know OSHA is probably listening to us right now. Like, what? Are you <laughs> kidding me? This was before OSHA even existed. I know. <laughs> OSHA's like, damn man, we really fucked up. So there was actually like the reason being, uh, I forget which comedian was like, but they were talking about like how accept- different things were. Do you, there's like an old TV show. I think it's like the honeymooners or something. Yeah. And like one of the catchphrases on this phone or on the show was, you know, to the moon, Alice, meaning like he would hit her so hard. She would go to the moon and back. <laughs> That's ch- literally true. Family guy makes that joke all the time. I don't like that. You're laughing about it, Caleb. There's nothing funny about domestic but like, violence. It, that's the world. That was the world back then. Different era. Like. Different era. Yeah. Why are you laughing, bro? <laughs> I'm not laughing. It's a different era. You guys just are putting out funny vibes. Caleb thinks women being beaten are funny. No, it's not, no, funny, not funny. But we can all celebrate. Uh, I just want to throw it out there, guys. Uh, happy De- December 5th. Um, Repeal day. day. Repeal day. I need another drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this Jefferson's. Uh, I'm not a big advocate for what he stood for either, but uh, God damn, man, they they make some good whiskey. Okay, Mister Cancel Culture over there. Here is does this have anything to actually do with Thomas Jefferson? Yeah, he's on the like original bottle of Jefferson's, like Jefferson Small Batch. He's on there. And I didn't know this. I was genuinely asking this. Yep. yep. Also, you learn something new every day. Still a founding father, and you know, created the principles that. We stood on. But, you know, he's a controversial figure. Yeah. Like a lot of... You look at every any historical figure throughout, you know, world history, there's always something they did fucked up. You know, like JFK double-teaming Marilyn Monroe with his brother. Have you... Have you um have you guys had the opportunity to listen to uh Shane Gillis's new stand up on Netflix? I have not. I watched it with you here. It's really funny. Oh, I know you I know you saw it. I guess that question was mostly for Geo. No. Yeah, man. Uh there's a a part of the the Thomas bit Jefferson. Where, no, no, he talks about George Washington, oh. how he visits uh George Washington's like 
uh, his house. Ma- ma- the uh, vineyard or whatever? Monticello. I think that's uh, where he went. Not Martha. I thought it was Martha's Vineyard. No, that's a private island off like Massachusetts. Um, no, he he talks about what it was like visiting, and he was like, dude, George Washington was a fucking lunatic. Um, I don't want to ruin any of the stand-up for you guys, but uh, George Washington was actually really fucked up. It was the times, man. It was. One day, was. you know, when this is a historical podcast, people are going to look back and be like, man, those guys were controversial. How did they How did they do it? How did they do it? <laughs> I don't think so, dude. They were, they were really towing the line. Really I mean, fun. I don't know. Caleb's already probably... Well, no, Leo probably would still come back, but she would have to sit on this side, not next to Caleb. <laughs> she would not sit next to you. She would. She thinks you're a scumbag. I just... It's just the vibes. I put out good vibes. You like, put out scumbag vibes. I, I, <laughs> like, he's like, never it's just the vibes. Up. It's I'm, just the vibes. I'm a good time, like Flapper Betty. You know, you never know what you're gonna get out of me at a party. All right, all right. I just wanted to put that out there. We're recording on twelve five. It's repeal day. We're drinking, and twenty uh, first amendment is why we're drinking again. And prohibition. It actually led to more deaths than pre prohibition, because yeah. uh, people were drinking bathtub gin, bathtub booze, and it was killing people. And, you know, the rise of crime, murder from the mafia and such. Well, it's yeah. funny. Like, you think of, uh, like, all the alcohol industry canceling and things like that. So, Anheuser-Busch, you know how they had their whole controversy? So, like, obviously, I think we mentioned it. They signed, like, a crazy deal with the UFC to sponsor them. And so, Dana White was, like, you know, getting interviewed about it. They're like, because Dana White's like, yeah, I only do business with people that, you know respect what i believe in and if they don't i tell them to go fuck themselves and they're like well what about anheuser-busch they're like yeah they fucked up but they know damn well that if they tried any of pushing any of that shit like here like we don't do politics you know i'll host any president all that like whatever you know they were the leader of the fucking free world and just he went on a crazy rant and you just think of like bud light getting saved now by the ufc yeah not a big Bud Light guy. I mean... I got pretty torched up last night on Blue Light. Well, That's a Canadian product. Uh, I don't think a lot of our listeners know about Blue Light. Nah. They're nah. like Miller, but Canadian. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's good, though. I like Blue Light. Blue Light's really good. I think Canadian beer is some of the best shit. But what do you think about that? Like, I mean, obviously we had our whole discussion about the Anheuser-Busch shit, and then suddenly you got a figure who, for all intents and purposes, is Dana White has his controversies and, you know, did some, but unapologetic about how he feels about things. I think that's one of the most admirable features of Dana White. He does not give a fuck. You're not going to tell Dana White what to believe. You're not going to tell Dana White what he can advertise. You're not going to tell Dana White what to do. He's going to tell you to fuck off. It's kind of admirable, especially in this world, right? Because, yeah. like, you know, big companies are like, well, I mean, we're only going to do work with you if you do this. And he's just like, well, then you're not the right guy for me. You can go fuck yourself. And I think that that's amazing. Because in this, in this world, in this uh, PC cancel culture climate that we live in, to be able to tell somebody, yeah, yeah, get fucked. Because there's nothing better than watching like two men or two women just beat the fuck out of each other in a ring. You're going to watch no matter what. So it doesn't really matter 
what you believe, it, it doesn't matter. Well, it's fucked up. Like, let's be realistic. <clears throat> we get sanctimonious selectively. Motherfuckers will talk about domestic violence like just we were, but we'll never miss an NFL game. And these there's, dudes, there's probably at least one guy on every team that's been accused. Yeah. At I want to just throw it out there. Uh, we actually, so last week when we were hanging out with Max, right? Mm hmm. We talked about, I was like, man, one guy I would really love to interview because it would be so cool to have him here is Von Miller. And the next day, it came out that he like beat up his girlfriend or something. And I was like, oh, there goes that. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I was just praising this guy on the podcast yesterday. And, and now this dude just got accused of beating up his, uh, his girlfriend who was pregnant. But yo, here's the truth of the matter right now. If he put up a three-sack game against Patrick Mahomes, there wouldn't be a single person on ESPN in Buffalo at all saying one fucking thing. I'm going to just throw it out there again. I'm going to go. I'm going to touch on another example of that. Uh, Jalen Carter got accused of some really crazy shit. Right. He got into that accident when he was speed racing. His teammate died. Now, not directly his fault. I get it. This is almost like a Danny Heatley uh, Fisher uh, example if you're an NHL listener uh, or follower rather um but it happened and this dude got drafted what eighth overall by philly they like traded up to get him did they trade up to get him no they had the saints pick and i think he fell down there you go and then everybody in the draft was like what a fucking steal i'm like this dude everybody was like this guy's gonna not even get drafted and i'm like no he's no they, they were like this guy's the steal of the fucking draft because people were just like, listen, sports, it's like a different animal, man. People are so quick to forget the horrend- like the horrendous fucking crimes that players commit ben if their fucking team is successful. Rugs will be back. What means more to you? I, and this is going to sound really insensitive, and I, and I apologize ahead of time, but like, if, you're t- if you for your team to win a Super Bowl, I don't think there's a lot of shit because, listen, if you're a sports fan, you've said insane shit about other teams. You're like, I hope that guy fucking dies. I hope their fucking team fucking plane crashes. Breaks his leg. I hope he fucking tears his ACL and never plays again. As a fucking diehard sports fan, I don't think there's anything in sports. There's nothing you wouldn't sacrifice for your team to win a championship. What do you think, Caleb? I don't think I've ever said that. I never would. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I think the only thing you can't come back from is like pedophilia. But then I don't know. We got Josh Giddy right now. That's the accusations. Giddy is. <laughs> Dude, that story is wild. <laughs> that story is wild, but the memes are funny. But yeah, like there's nothing funny about pedophilia. In fact, I, I believe if, uh, if he knew uh, just hang him in the middle of a street. And I think we'd right, be all like, fine. We'd all be fine with it. And. Hey, like I said, like if he openly knew that that girl was, like, I think he knew. I think he knew. Really? Yeah. You ever see his TikToks and stuff like that, and no. stuff he posts on his Instagram? I can tell you, yeah. I don't follow that guy. I don't. I, don't even, I didn't even know who he was. I don't either. But I did a deep dive after seeing a lot of memes, and I'm oh, like, yeah. Shit. I was like, I think this guy was. I think he knew. I think he knew. So Money got caught up in a bad situation. That being said, though, if he knew, I would be totally fine with them. Bringing this dude. I mean, he's. it has nothing to do with him, like, fine or anything. He's going to go to jail and never touch a... As he should. Right. Like You're a predator. He'll be playing prison basketball. 
That's about it. Prison butt basketball? Yeah. Is that whatever, what you called it? Whatever that. Yeah. What, but, you yeah, don't be getting dribbled. <laughs> uh, <laughs> drip, dribbled on. <laughs> That's, uh, we should get into some Christmas topics because I feel like this took a weird turn. <laughs> no, yeah. but we were just like, we went on a wild time. Like, we were just, that's us there. Like, we talk about, like, we're canceling and everyone gets all on their fucking high ground. And then, like I said, he's a scumbag. But he got 20 sacks, though. <laughs> that guy beat up his girlfriend. But he just broke the record for the most touchdowns ever thrown by a quarterback. OJ's a murderer, but he ran for 2,000 yards. In 14 games. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, crazy stats. Funny story. I, I might have said it before. My grandpa almost shot OJ uh, once at the old Bill Stadium. He was working security detail, and uh, OJ was in the player's parking lot. His car backfired, and my grandpa's working security, and he almost shot OJ because he thought a gunshot went off, and it was OJ's car. Wow, could you just imagine that? He might have saved Nicole Goldman's life. Could <laughs> have. Can you imagine? You would have never had the Kardashians. I was going to say, your grandfather almost prevented the Kardashians. If it's only, kind of an amazing story. If only we had a time machine, we don't know what could have happened. But yeah, he, I'm not uh, an advocate yeah. saying that your grandfather should have shot OJ. But like no. maybe the Kardashians and reality TV that my wife seems to think is the most entertaining <laughs> thing on the whole planet wouldn't exist. Yeah, didn't mean to divert, but I we OJ was brought up. I had to share that story. My grandpa, my dad, and grandpa actually grew up and lived around the, the old Bill Stadium. He actually did work security there when he was off duty, and uh, he told me that story before. Jared, toss me a lighter because this shit isn't fucking working. I can do that for you, buddy. Yeah. I, c- I can do that. But yeah, I feel like we can do a little shift to Christmas mode. We're, you know, December 5th, we're getting closer to the holidays, 20 days away from Christmas. Yeah, this will air what? Uh, December. Next Wednesday. So that'll be. Was that the 12th, 12th or 13th? Yeah. Something like that. The In 12th that area. The day of Christmas. Me. Caleb gave to me. What'd he give you? AIDS. <laughs> the, the caucus you guys jokes on you you guys all got dropped tomorrow time off we had a lot going on tonight yes uh this yeah. was a uh an absolute must we we had yeah, uh yeah. we had to be here today i know you're sick but we are all sick last week so whiskey yeah. helps uh whiskey helps this jefferson's weeded for surely is helping and we're talking about stuff that we like to see during the holidays you know what i like to see uh, these videos of like the Grinch stealing Christmas from kids. I don't know. It just makes me laugh. I also kind of want my brother to do this to my kids. So I think it'd be really funny. So would, do you want to like play a little clip that yeah, you gave yeah. us? The, the Grinch steals Christmas clips. Uh, I I think it's really funny when you got these guys just showing up in Grinch costumes and you know scaring, you terrorizing know, children. Terror- I think it's really funny. I also think something, Jerry. This is probably something you would do. You think it's funny to terrorize children? They some some kids you need to be warned. This is like a warning. All right, of what could happen. Let's get another listen. clip. Who's talking? Who's talking? Who's talking? The one the one kid actually thought it was funny at the end, which I appreciated. Uh, I've seen some really good ones. Um, have you seen the one of the the kid running around? Uh, the Grinch comes down the stairs, and yeah, they all fight. of the kids hide Tries, underneath a fucking table. They try to fight Santa. Yeah, I had that clip queued up, but there was too much Christmas music that I couldn't cut around, and it, it, like we wouldn't have been unable to air it. Yeah, we don't. We want to stay monetized, but 
Yeah, these are funny. There's one where like the kid, like the Grinch dude, snatched the whole fucking tree and ran out. That was hilarious. It's funny you can't find some of the original clips because all the clips are added with the Christmas music. So it's like I couldn't clip them. That was like one of the few that I found that didn't have any Christmas music. But it's like I still love it. My brother says he's gonna do this to my kids, so I hope he does. I'll definitely film it. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> Caleb wants to scar his children, so they chill the fuck out. <laughs> they need it sometimes. Pro tip. Haven't had a Caleb parenting pro tip in a while, but if you got some bad kids, sometimes you might need one of your uncles or drunkles or funkles to come scare the kids in a Grinch costume. This is funny. I actually brought this up. Uh, I said <laughs> that, uh, what was it? We were talking about my daughter, and I was like, yeah, yeah, uh, Funkle Geo and Drunkle Caleb. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I mean, I know my role. I'll play it. Know your role. Shut your mouth. Yep. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> What else did you have for uh, for little Christmas clips? I, I mean, obviously we're in the season. Um, not, this is like a bad Santa, a drunk Santa. Uh, I first saw this video a long time ago on like America's Funniest Home Videos. We have uh, a Christmas party, and Santa's gonna quote unquote crash the party. So here's a little clip. <laughs> What I thought was amazing about this video is, like, uh, what the fuck did this guy think was going to happen? Like, what was his actual fucking plan? Did this dude think that, like, he was actually going to just drop off of the roof? They opened the garage like it was going to be this, like, spectacular (laughs) reveal of Santa Claus coming out. And then it just seemed like he slipped off the roof and then landed on the hood of a fucking car. And it did not look comfortable. It didn't look fun. Uh, the whole family's like, oh my God, it's just like very hectic and, 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 and chaotic. I just, what was the actual plan here? You know, I think he thought he was going to be able to stick the landing. There was snow on the hood. Have you ever like (laughs) just felt how slippery the hood is for those people that don't live in Buffalo? Okay. We see a lot of fucking snow here, right? A lot. There is no way you're sticking the landing. No way. Yeah, but. I don't know. Liquid courage. Hey, burner Jerry might be able to think. <laughs> After four or five hay burners, I'm like, I could stick that landing. Santa's <laughs> like, I, I could do it. The, he didn't realize how like icy the roof was. He's like, I, I got this, man. I don't think it had anything to do with the roof. I think when he, well, yeah, he kind of came down sideways, but like, <laughs> uh, it was it was pretty bad. But I mean, like, like when you're thinking this through. And you're on the roof, and you're like, "This is going to be the greatest." I thought maybe Santa he might like reveal. dangle, like do a little fall, like that, like oh, hang on to the gutter, something like that, or something. You know what? I'll tell you what. That Ford, that was one tough ass Ford. That glass didn't even break. And that was like Built Ford tough. That was like a 250 pound man. Now, Ford nowadays. Sorry for any Ford drivers out here. It's like a fucking. It's, it's a like a thousand dollar repair job. It's like an empty tin can. The fucking I mean, the thing's made of aluminum. The computer needs to be recalibrated because fucking that impact caused the dashboard <laughs> to pop the radio out. And it's like, you ever see when a TV gets broken and it gets like four colors on one side? That's how fucking that would be. That uh, that Santa was actually kind of hurt, too, because like he couldn't even deliver the sack full of presents. He had to hand it off to another family member. And uh, I know you were impressed over there, Gio. Yeah, that was a nice catch and throw there. 
Yo, first of all, this dude was like Josh Allen yeah. just whipped the Gunned fucking five yards, whipped, five yards downfield. Yeah, five yards downfield. The dude just threw it as hard as he possibly could on an in route. And I, well, I just didn't want. I threw it where the least amount of important stuff was. I had to look back. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, actually, that would probably wouldn't have been like that. Wouldn't have been that bad, right? But I caught it. Yeah, like if you didn't catch it, it's not going to hit any liquor bottles. It's not going to hit the computer. You know, at worst, it hits our lovely sign that our homie John Yogi made. Which did uh, he make the playoffs in the Hustler League yet, or is he just the worst team in the league? <laughs> I don't. I genuinely don't know. I'm not being a smart ass at all. He, what I was he's, the name of his team's the Dream Team? We no, I thought it was it like Yogi's Raiders or some shit. I think it's Dream Team now. Oh God! No, regarding that clip, I got a question for you guys. Now, when you guys were growing up, did you have any Santa Claus experiences like that with any family members doing something like that? Because I never did. No, I hate to even talk about Santa Claus because I don't know if dudes are listening to the show around their kids. Uh, obviously, Santa's real. We all know that. Super. We all know that, right? Bah humbug. <laughs> Santa's real, dude. I tell my girls that all the time. They're they're asking questions. He's real. So, um, yeah, Santa always came. Uh, my dad and Santa are like this tight, tight man. Like he's Santa always comes to the family party. Always comes. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think there's ever been a family party that Santa didn't come. Oh, you always you always had a Santa show up at a family party back in the day. No, no, Santa comes to every party. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. but I was speaking like to the clip. Like I didn't know if someone ever came. To your family parties as a Santa. Like, trust no, me. no, I'm telling okay. you, Santa, the Santa the Claus. Real Santa, the real Santa But he Claus, came to your family parties. The only Santa that exists always comes to my family parties. Got, gotcha. Just wanted but to him make- and my dad are like this. My dad loves Santa. Mm-hmm. Man, he can grow one hell of a beard. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and then shave it off the next day. Like nothing. What the fuck are you talking about? Santa saying. doesn't shave. Dude, I'll tell you what. Here's one thing. You got another parent. I think this is going way over Caleb's head here. No, another parenting tip right here. I took my girls to Wegmans the other day, and there was a Santa there. And no, Santa was there. Santa, well, this is where the story. Not us. Santa was there, and we're leaving after we took the photos and stuff like that. And Cameron goes, "Man, Dad," she goes, "What do you think?" She's like, "You think that was Santa?" I was like, of course it was Santa. Like, what are you asking? She's like, I don't know. His beard was moving a lot. She's like, it didn't look like a real beard. And I was like, Cam, that was Santa. I was like, where else do you think he would be? I was like, he knew we were coming to Wegmans today. So she she was asking questions like, oh, dude, I got, I got, that was Santa, dude. Can I get into a little controversial topic? Uh, when, like, when, what, at what age, at what age were you like, Okay. Like, we don't really have to say what I'm going to say. We know what I'm talking about. Yeah. What age? Because I don't know. Like I said, there could be some dude in the car that's like, hey, listen to this part. This is the good part. I still believe. I still believe. <laughs> exactly. Like, what age? Dude, I, you know uh, what? Early, like, you know, somewhere between like 10 and like 12 range, that was usually. Okay. Because there's always mm-hmm. that uh, one thing. I appreciate that, Geo, your honesty, yeah. because I was 10. I was 10 years old, and some people would be like, really, dude, 10? You were fucking 10? And I'm like, first of all, 
fuck you, you're 10. What do you know about life? The the thing that really bothered me was how I found out. Oh, no. Uh, I, I found me? everything. Oh. By mistake. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck? This is all this cool shit that I've been asking for. <laughs> what it's the fuck? I, I want to have it. I want it now. It's already here. So me and my buddies, we put it together and we used it. And my parents weren't happy. <laughs> See, now how My I... parents weren't happy about it. They were like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> that's funny, uh, though. Uh, this is what I've been asking for for months, and I'm going to use it. It was, it was there. I'm sorry if it was for somebody else, but I used it. See, now this is how I found out. I grew up on a street with a lot of older kids, like me and my brothers were the youngest. Oh, uh, you had street. killed you had killed Joyce I on had, the street. I had, I had to kill Joyce. So like we were I was probably around the same age as you guys, 10, 11, 12, something like that. But all the older kids, they're already, you know, once you get the, the 13, 14, 15, 16, they ruin it for you. And uh, I had someone ruin it for me, and not only did they ruin it for me, they just told me and my brother straight up in front of like the three of us. And it was See, just like, you, there's no going back from that point when the older kids right. tell you. So yeah. this is my opinion about, you know, uh, that. Because obviously we have children. They can't be the first, but they can't be the last. If you're the last, you're like the retard of the group. I, I completely agree because I wouldn't want to be like 13 years old and be yeah. like, Santa's coming. I, like, I, right? like, I'm not saying shit. Santa's coming. Yeah, he's so, gonna come. So here's where I don't know about you guys, and I don't know how your families are. But when I get my presents on Christmas, it still says from Santa. Oh yeah, it yeah. does. So here's where it gets to like we're talking about how when we found out. I also have like an older stepdaughter, and she's around that twelve year age. And this was the first year she had that talk with mom about like Santa and the presents. And what was that like? I wasn't there for the talk, but. I, it was like she kind of knew, but it was kind of like she heard it from older kids. Okay, she kind of she kind of knew, but it was she kind she kind of knew. It's like, how am point. I getting what I asked for? But then, old you get to middle school, kids like to act cool and be like, I don't believe in Santa anymore. Fuck that guy. Well, Santa's real. I don't know why you wouldn't believe. Let's see what I want to know say. though. Is this like it's so different because the internet? Mm. Oh, you, you know what? This might be a good thing. There's a lot of AI and deep fakes. You could totally get people with uh, AI. Can I ask a really controversial question? Can you ask ChatGPT? Mm. Can you just ask? What? Just ask. Just ask the question. Just ask the question, Gio. I, I need to know what ChatGPT says. You know what? What about the Santa tracker when you guys are growing up? And you can see Santa like going all around the globe on the internet on Christmas Eve. Do you guys ever do that? We never did that. We barely never. had MapQuest. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You had to print out the directions. Yeah, old like, style. yeah, it's like, yo, know, bro, I didn't believe in fucking GPS. I don't know what the fuck that shit this is. Could, this could be anything. This Who could knows? be anything, what? dude. Like, oh, Santa's. All right, guys, you... if you're listening to this with your children, you might want to skip this part. Put your, all right, muff, yeah, muffs on, muff it up. All right, so we ask ChatGBT: Is Santa real? Santa Claus is a legendary figure rooted in folklore and tradition. While many celebrate the spirit of giving during the holiday season. The existence of Santa as a physical being is a matter of personal belief and interpretation. So, Santa's fucking real. If you believe it, you can achieve it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Jolly Saint. I'm okay with that. Jolly Saint Nick, he's out there, man. He's out there spreading joy and giving You know toys. what that's for, though? That's for the people that don't celebrate Christmas. Okay. You know? Oh, it's like a hater asking, like, 
No. Santa can't be real. He never came to my house. No, the chat GBT is respecting other religious beliefs. Yeah, that's a, that's what I'm saying. Like from another perspective, they're like, well, we don't celebrate it, so he, he can't be real. He can't possibly be doing this for other kids, but not for me. That's what I'm saying. Like as a kid from a different religion or background or something. I get that, man, and I know we're we're going to take that into consideration. But what I'm going to say is this, okay? Uh, it's the holiday season, man. We celebrate Christmas. It is what it is, man. Santa Herf is coming to town. Yeah, dude. See, but clips like the last... He brings me the best cigars <laughs> and whiskey. So clips like the last two, the Grinch and the Santa Claus, I love those funny clips. They bring me a lot of joy. Santa, Especially- if you're listening, what I would really like this year is a box of cigars and maybe like a Pappy 15, 20, or 23. If you're listening, Santa, I would appreciate you. Oh, you hear that, Santa Alex? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want Santa to bring you, Gio? I, uh, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, dude. You can. No, I, I made I was going to be a funny and be a make a joke considering you guys all talk to shit. I was going to be like, trend. (laughs) (laughs) Got to re-up. Yeah. uh, Santa, if you're listening, I would like uh, 750 milligrams of trend, uh, D-Bowl, and maybe some Anivar. And whatever Chris Hemsworth took for Thor. (laughs) Santa, uh, don't let my dealer get caught. <laughs> my my local vaccinator don't let him get caught. <laughs> Santa, if you're listening, Caleb, Caleb needs some GH. Caleb yeah, needs some new. Sure. Caleb needs some new calves. <laughs> oh, I got the baby calves. I definitely need some calves. So does Joe Burrow. <laughs> yeah, Joe Burrow. <laughs> Joe Burrow, if you're listening, the invite is still open to come on the. Podcast. Caleb, can you do me a favor? He's got a lot of free. Can time. you do me a favor? Can you pull up the uh, message that you sent, yeah. uh, Joe Burrow, and read it? In case Joe Burrow's a listener. <laughs> you know what's also funny? I sent another one to Cam Newton, too, the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some clips of, like... Cam- well, he's got, like, the Cam cast, right? Yeah, I, sent, I saw, like, a clip of Cam Newton, and I was like, oh, I better follow this real quick. And then I listened to a couple, like, of his clips. And he had... Um, I forgot who he had on. Some I- very controversial domestic violence man oh. who just started talking about domestic violence and how it's okay to beat your woman. Yeah, and I, uh, I, I was like, I dude, sent him a Cam Newton looks so uncomfortable. I sent Cam Newton a message and I was like, you should really come on our podcast. We like cigars too, man. <laughs> All right, so here's what I said to Joe Burrow. Uh, it was on the Sunday night football game when they Joe, played Joe, cool, the you got plenty of time, so. Now, Caleb was shit-faced, mind you. This oh, is I what was, makes it funnier. I was definitely drinking. Um, as to uh, at Joey B underscore nine, you, really ha- you have really small calves. Just saw on the Sunday night football game against the Bills. Not sure if the camera did you dirty or if you got to hit the calf raise, ma- calf raise machine. But with that being said, the guys and I dig you, dig your style and cigars. So if you ever want to hop on a podcast episode with us, message back. Big fans, my guy. I like that he went like real controversial with it. Like he clearly insulted Joe Burrow, but then also said we're big fans. Yeah, it's like a backhanded compliment. You know, you say something bad, then you say something nice, and then you include an invite. You know, you want to get him interested with a negative statement. Then you get his attention with the negative exactly. statement. Exactly. And then like he's like, like what the like, fuck are you talking about? Then oh, oh, oh. was he a dick? Are they being nice? Like is he being funny? <laughs> is this part of the gimmick? 
<laughs> yeah, so I, you know, maybe he, I'm gonna he start probably messing read with that and hit him with the fucking McGregor's like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> one hundo. Yeah, one hundo. Speaking of which, did you see that he actually put out a fucking post on fucking Twitter saying, "Put our poll: Who would you vote for president right now in Ireland?" And he, he put like all the top candidates and himself. Now, mind you, this is a guy who has like. I think like th- 4 million followers on Twitter and he's like it was like 98% him. Joe Burrow? No, no Conor, Conor McGregor. McGregor. Oh yeah, interesting. He, maybe he's got a political political career coming to him after his MMA days cuz he ain't doing too much fighting, so. You want to pass me a Jeffs? Yeah, hold on, let me just like before you oh, drink, before oh. you drink it all. By the way, guys, sorry, I needed to correct myself. He has 10.4 million followers. Oh shit, that's <laughs> a lot, dude. Caleb's filling up his full cup. Or his full glass. <laughs> don't keep tabs. Doom, don't doom, keep tabs on me, buddy. Doom poor. <laughs> I'm not your buddy, pal. I'm doing myself because uh, that's what we do around here at the Hearth. All right. Oh, yeah. Boy. Let me get that, and then we're gonna get into. Uh, I think Patrol yeah. Gone Wild. No. no we got the oh, you have a couple more. Oh, things. The Elf on the. Sh- we got to talk about Elf on the Shelf. That's uh All right. Elf on the Shelf. Me that fucking Jeffersons, please. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, let's get into that. Let's get into that, Caleb. The things we do for our kids. The elf on the shelf. So I got a photo here of a couple elves on the shelf taking uh, little poops on some toilet paper. Uh, clearly, the parents use some uh, Hershey's Kisses here. But uh, it's just something you do for your kids during this time of year. You put the elf on the shelf around the house in different places every night. Sometimes you leave notes. It's also a spoiler alert. So, Spoiler alert for those kids listening. Um, you'll find out in the future when you listen to this podcast like 20 years from now when you're of legal age and can smoke a cigar. All of us, all of us will be dead. We'll yeah. all be dead from smoking cigars and drinking whiskey every day. I actually used to work for Monsanto, so I might be dead from uh, cancer products related to uh, lawn care Round products up. and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, this guy Round is up, the yeah. Roundup disease. If you've used Roundup between the years of 2005 and 2010, off, you might be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Compensation. Tag my kids in that so they know what to do when I die. Now, here's my uh, one thing. Caleb, listen, I get you're trying to show the elf on the shelf, but you didn't have to take a picture of you and your brothers taking a shit on toilet paper. <laughs> oh, you really are an elf, dude. You are so little. Thanks. Thanks. I got a shift at the North Pole coming up soon, so if you don't see me, you know where I'll be at. Now, the drunk elf. With uh, us being newer parents, having to do all this stuff is going to be a little bit foreign. And you're like, Caleb's been doing this shit for like three years. What are you least looking forward to doing? Like for kids? Yeah, for like the in terms of like the holiday stuff. I'll be honest. I don't know. I feel like I'm looking forward to that. I think that's going to be fun. You can get creative. Right. But you got and your kid is going to be like, oh, my God. I'll tell you what. What a mastermind. I'll tell you what. The elf on the shelf stuff. It's really funny. It it gets them because every morning they wake up and they're like, how did Elfie get there? And they they like have no idea. Like this morning, my girls found the elf in the fridge just drinking some orange juice. Some OJ. They were like, what the heck? They're like, the elf was out on the couch the other day. What's it doing in the fridge? Just, just chilling, just getting the OJ ready for this for breakfast. All right. Or like the other day, don't they like play tricks and shit? Isn't that like the whole joke? Well, so here's what I did to my daughter, my youngest daughter. She actually ripped the arm off of our elf. What? 
Yeah, she ripped the arm. They, I hope you had a new one and it just had a new arm the next day. Oh, no, no. I uh, I kept the arm. I took a pair of scissors and I set Elf, Elfie, we call her, and I put Elfie in Kendall's chair where she sits. And I wrote a note and it said, Kendall, I know you ripped my arm off. I will get my revenge on you. And I put the Elf there with the scissors and the note and she was freaking out about it. She didn't know what like revenge meant, but she saw the scissors and the arm and she knew she was in trouble. She knew she definitely did something wrong. As she should. No doubt. Super fucked up. <laughs> your your daughter's like fucking Sid from Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. They don't care. You, I feel they like uh, Toy kid. Story had a big impact on Elf on the Shelf. Yeah. Also, I just want to make one point that I didn't realize until I was older. Like, though, you remember in Toy Story, the one toy, it's like a set of female legs and it's like a crane hook. I just got like that as an adult one time. I'm like, oh, it's supposed to be a hooker. You know, adults can have fun, too, on the holidays. Yeah. So that was just my one random Toy Story thing. Just adult humor in a kid's movie. Dude, I think Elf on the Shelf is very enjoyable. You guys will enjoy doing it for your kids. I think I think most parents out there enjoy it and uh people should get a little more creative with their Elf on the Shelf. So I, I know so, I know it's a little early. Obviously the baby is only five months mm-hmm. old, but I made her sit down. I'm already exposing her to the classics. Uh yeah. we, we watched uh Frosty the Snowman. Mm-hmm. She couldn't be more disinterested. <laughs> She, couple more months. Yeah. She'll get there. Once once she starts next, understanding next Bluey. No, Bluey's that's a no go in my house. Oh dude, my kids are loving it right now and they're three and four. So oh. the reason I won't is because I don't want them to develop like the Australian British accent. Oh, like my like Kendall talks now. That's all she talks like that. That <laughs> is why I won't do it. It's really funny. It's, it's not funny. It's actually hilarious. That, it's, it's not funny. I think it's so cute. It's not funny. You think it's cute that your kid cute. is going to grow up and talk with a British accent? You know, she might have an acting career one day. Got to keep those accents on deck. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's Kenny, a, it's my a, goddaughter, is yeah. a very, she's a very cute little kid. I will say she's very cute. She's a very adorable girl. Uh, I'm gonna, I might ride this out. I think you should continue to have her do that. Yeah, it's fun. If you I think, think so she might have a, a a career in the future at like acting, maybe you should look out for old Godfather Jer. You know what? One day, who's going to be paying my bills and who's going to be buying you cigars? Hollywood Ken. You know, you you gotta you gotta treat your 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 Hollywood style kids the right way, and they'll they'll treat you back. There eventually. you go. I like that. Um, just, I like that. I got another pro tip. I'm throwing out pro tips today like crazy. I did some searching for that picture, the Elf on the Shelf. I, I just want to say when you're on Instagram and, you, and you're trying to search like Alfie or Elf on a Shelf, make sure you specifically search Elf on a Shelf. Do not search Alfie because you will be getting a lot of Elfish OnlyFans girls out there uh, in the reels. Uh, I had no idea that that was going to happen. I think, oh, Alfie, innocent. It's going to be just a regular elf for boys and girls of all ages. Nope, uh, a lot of OnlyFans using Elfie and Elfish type things. So make sure you do your search and search up Caleb Elf on a shelf. All of them, Ka- yeah. Caleb, <laughs> Caleb, fucking followed all of their pages. No, no, no. I, I was like on his Finsta. I was like, I don't see any uh, Elf on the shelves here, but I see a lot of OF fan, uh, OF models here. I was like, this is uh, very not kid friendly. So be careful what you search out there. Yeah. What else he got for us, bud? Now, I will say the one thing that out of, I mean, I'm going to do whatever to, you know, put a smile on my kid's face that I can, but the Festival of Lights, man, I really hope that they don't like that. 
Or she doesn't like that, rather. Waste the money. Don't do it. Oh, Just say dude. it's canceled. And you know, like... You gotta take them at least once. So what's really fucked up is... Not fucked up, but... This was something that was supposed to happen. My in-laws were supposed to be here. We were gonna go do the Festival of Lights at the fairgrounds. And I'm like, ugh. And that's where you tell them you got the caucus oh God, and you get dude. out of it. Not worth the money. Can I just throw it out there, Caleb? Yeah. Um, what are you going to toss out there? I looked up uh, Elfie on a shelf, and no. I, I have no fucking clue what you're talking no, about. No, just it's all Elf on a shelf. No, just Elfie. Not Elfie on a shelf. Just Elfie. Why, just why Elfie. wouldn't you type in on a shelf? Well, because my kids named our Elf Elfie, so I just was like, oh, it's probably a common kid name. So, yeah, beware. Be careful. Yeah, it's yeah. all OnlyFans. Yeah, it's, I told you. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, like you completely changed it. It's yeah. not Elfie on a shelf. Oh. It's Elfie, and yeah, you're right. It's a lot of OnlyFans. <laughs> but why? Why? Why is that even a thing? I don't know. I don't know, man. You People are weird, dude. You sickos out there, knock it off of the elf shit. What else we got, bud? Um, you know, I was looking through like bad Santas, scary Santas, and here's a picture <laughs> of an old like Santa mask from like the 50s or 60s. And that thing is terrifying. This Crypt Keeper Santa. It looks like fucking uh, Nosferatu. <laughs> like, uh, and the pure dude. white skin. Um, almost looks like uh, the Easter Bunny. In a Santa uh, suit. This dad behind is the, the Santa. Is creepy looking. Yeah, he's very. He's equally as weird. Um, but he's also probably only like twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of drinking and smoking back then in those days. <laughs> this and poor child is like, what the fuck is this creature? <laughs> yep. Uh, so I, I, I would I would assume that these kids probably didn't like Santa that much. Um, and, and like I said, dad is probably only about 28. But I love looking at old pictures like these of what like the holidays were like in the 40s, 50s, 60s. Like the scary Santa, the bad Santa, like everything looks so much creepier back then. Like less attention to detail. More just like get the color right, maybe get the red and whites right, and wow, scary Santa's out there. And I always, I always think kids getting scared by Santa is really funny. Like you go to the see a mall Santa, and all these parents are trying to get pictures of their kids with a mall Santa, and they're all crying. Ah, I know it's 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 not funny, but me as a parent, when I see that, I got like that disease where when your kids are crying and it's something that's not too serious, I just laugh. I don't think that's a disease because, like, uh, <laughs> it's, it's me, my wife and I, we were at uh, the mall yesterday, and she was like, "Should we take her to see Santa?" And I was like, "Uh, probably not. Probably not. I'm not really trying to do that right now." But that looks weird. But if your daughter was there on Santa, she started crying. Like, there's just part of like being a young dad where you see your kid crying in front of Santa at the Easter Bunny, and you just like you can't help it but laugh. I'm one of those parents where I just laugh. I, I don't think know why. Caleb's kids just pissed him off enough at home where he's like, ha yes. Full circle, baby. I like it. <laughs> Sometimes you just need laughter as a parent. That just cute. I've heard Caleb say, like, in the middle of July, like, if you're bad, Santa's not coming this year. <laughs> I got to keep, you got to keep, you got to keep on the toes. They're like, wait, what? Santa? It's what? Fourth, it's Fourth of July. Yep. Just got it. You never know what Santa's watching. That's what you know. What or no hear, birthday. <laughs> hear me out. A little conspiracy on Elf on the Shelf. Ooh. It's not. It's a surveillance tool to make sure kids are observant to their parents, so that mm. Santa comes. Interesting. It's not just a fun game. It's it's an it's it's spyware by the U.S. government mm. or by Santa. 
All right, what do we got? We're uh, we're gonna go into what? Patrol Gone Wild. Yeah, I think it's time. This this stuff. Uh, Patrol Gone Wild. We're doing it big. All right, I'll go first. I have a story of about an atomic death wedgie. Uh, it sounds all fun and games from a wedgie, but uh, a man seriously died of this. So uh, I do have a little video clip. It's out there. We will let that play. This is out of Oklahoma. It's in Oklahoma. Oklahoma? Shawnee, Oklahoma, to be exact. So uh, oh. this story, it's back from 2015. but Bizarre no. murder case to tell you about tonight. A man is dead and his stepson is in jail after a fight leads to what's called an atomic wedgie. Police say the two got into a fistfight after the stepfather made remarks about his mother and their upcoming divorce. But then the fight escalated to the point where the stepson pulled his stepfather's underwear over his head. I believe the asphyxia was caused due to the, uh, what they're referring to as an atomic wedgie. Uh, the, the gentleman had actually pulled the underwear of Mr. St. Clair up over his head and the elastic band was around his throat. The stepson says the fight started after his stepfather hit him with a television and he is charged with murder and is in jail tonight. No bomb. Oh, okay. I'm not to laugh at that one. But. All right. You know, I, I got to say, I think wedgie guys got a solid case of self-defense after getting hit with a television. That's kind of where I'm going with this whole thing. Uh, this seems to me like, dude, you gave him a wedgie, uh, and <laughs> they don't that guy hits you with a TV. Uh, this is man, I don't think this is manslaughter at best. I I I get it. It's manslaughter. I know it's manslaughter. But do you think that the dude's actually gonna? Do you think? Obviously, this is an old clip. Do you have any? Did kind he die? <laughs> or did he go to jail, rather? Did he go to jail, Caleb? I know what you guys are thinking. We're talking about Christmas. This isn't a Christmas episode, but the uh, this incident of first-degree manslaughter occurred on December 21st. Uh, so it kind of is a Christmas story. But uh, uh, And did... also, he talked about his mama, man. That's got to count for something. I mean, the guy did get hit with the TV, so he had he did have to fight back. Someone, I don't care who you are. Someone does a TV at you. You're definitely fighting back. He said... He felt like he had to defend himself. He took things too far. He panicked. He got mad. He was scared. Things got out of hand. It was like a bad dream. Uh, he They were seeking to get the first-degree murder conviction of him from a jury. He pled guilty uh, to first-degree manslaughter with a compromise. So, you know, he did do uh, up to 35 years in prison with, for this. So uh, I don't know how many times he served, but it said four to 35 years. Four to 35 years? All from just giving your stepdad an atomic wedgie. God, I made the joke about like giving someone a wedgie at work. I ain't even thinking about that. I guess those elastic bands will really choke you out. Yeah, you ain't kidding, man. Those must have been some real tidy whities <laughs> You know, not to take things, you know, joking why someone did die here, but I mean, Jesus Christ, what a wedgie. Also, Oklahoma throwing the book, like, intentional acts of, like, sexual assault don't get you that kind of time. Like, holy fuck. Like, this is, we, we joke about this sometimes. But, like, like yeah. If you was, gave a dude a wedgie. Like, well, yeah. Like, he said he was sticking up for his mom. She suffered through 20 years of uh, a violent marriage. So he said, you know, he, the divorce was, I guess, going bad. He had to stick up for his mom, and he did get a TV thrown at him. So, you know, I guess also, sticking up for his mom. Did he have, like, a public defender? I mean, shit. Like, a must have. <laughs> 
feel like any good lawyer's got to at least get this dude down to like fucking, I don't know, like a year, I would have believed. Like, like this was not intentional death. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> like, it's a wedgie. Like, did he like choke the guy with the elastic? Like, I got to know more. There's got to be more to this. Maybe like, he just like left it over his chin or something like that. And he just like couldn't breathe. I guess. I don't also, know. What the fuck were his elastic underwear made from? One hell of a pair, I guess. Yeah. I'm locked out of my own computer right now. Locked out? Yeah. This is... How? I, I don't know. Yeah. This Fucking sucks. Fucking Apple. Yeah. What, did you type your password in wrong too many times? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Uh, What did you have for... Uh... So, I actually had a headline, so we don't need it. I can actually read it off my phone. I'll get that pulled up here really quickly. So, my patrol gone wild is... Quite a uh, Christmas caper, if you will. A case of a disorderly mall Santa in New Hampshire. The year was 2005, when a 52-year-old man appeared at Rockingham Park Mall in a full Santa costume. For some reason or another, he decided it would be a good idea to drop his pants in front of everybody. So... (laughs) What? <laughs> yes. I'm assuming this is some like junkie crackhead dressed up as Santa. You know, this is in the mall? This is the middle of a mall. Yeah. And thankfully, there were sweatpants underneath and he didn't expose himself because there oh, were okay. children and all that. It definitely so, changes things a lot. Oh, okay. I thought he was full nude. It changed it from, you know, exposing yourself to a child and all that to just a disorderly conduct. Figured we keep it somewhat PG. It is the holidays, you know. But we had a nice little uh, run of exposure-related crimes in the last patrol gone wild. I figured holiday PG would be a little bit better. Which makes sense. I mean, we don't obviously condone insane behavior, but it is funny to talk about. These uh, these malls really need to do more background checks on their uh, mall Santas. No, the problem was this guy wasn't like employed by the mall. Oh, he was just a random. <laughs> he was just a guy in the mall. So just think some guy, like we've all been to the mall and saw like, why the fuck is this creepy dude here? But dressed up as Santa, probably drunk as fuck. Billy Bob Thornton, you know, on crack looking motherfucker and getting all rowdy and decides to drop trout, but, you know, kept his sweats on. Like, that's like that dude was a sweatpants away from being beaten up by like 19 dads. Yeah, as he should have been. Right. Uh, I got a funny one out of Florida. Uh, It's an Orlando driver arrested after quitting his job during a prison transport. Uh, Joshua Paquette, uh, 21 years old, faces charges of kidnapping and larceny. Um, An Orlando driver was arrested last week after quitting his job in the middle of a prison transport, according to Iredell County Sheriff's Office. Uh, In a release, deputies said that the driver, Joshua Paquette, 21, was employed for a transport company that was hired to deliver inmates from, like, detention centers across the United States. Uh, This guy, pretty much, I have no clue what happened to him, but uh, he was just like, fuck it, I'm done. I I don't feel like delivering these guys anymore. Uh, So, my, my... the way I see the story is the guy just pulled over to the side of the road and said, "Yeah, I'm done. I, I don't want to. I don't want to deliver these guys anymore." 
I mean, that doesn't sound quite like kidnapping. Where did the larceny come into play? What did he steal? I I think the the van. They're saying because he abandoned it, left him. He must yeah. considered stolen property. I guess. Yeah, uh, uh, that's a stretch. They're just pissed I, off. I don't area. like the kidnapping charge. I, yeah. I just I listen. I'm a, I'm an officer. I can tell you this right now. I don't agree with the kidnapping call or, or the kidnapping charge. Um, I mean, maybe Florida's. He got he got fucking. Bit. I think he just got sick of it. And just said, fuck it, I'm done. I gotta say, that's quite the job to have for a 21-year-old. I feel like that's a little young for someone to be transporting prisoners. It's I know it's like, Florida, but... It's like, also like your 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 like footsteps into the doorway of becoming an yeah, officer. Yeah, yeah. It's all, but he also wasn't a law enforcement officer either. It was a private company. So this is just some essentially some kid. Uh, they're like, yeah, you're gonna drive around prisoners all day. I don't know what that entails. I don't know if they're armed. I don't know if they... Yeah. But that is... It's a shitty job. It's a really, really shitty job. Maybe yeah. the, maybe those prisoners were really mean that day. Just really mean. You think they just got under his skin? Yeah, he just had, you know, just had a bad day. And this is a this is a young, uh, 21 years old. You're fucking an idiot. Can I just uh, I the mugshot is up, but this kid looks like an inmate himself. <laughs> did he what did he get uh did they get a sentencing? Not yet. Oh, uh, this just happened on Tuesday. Oh. It just happened. Oh, he, ugh, you can go either way with that one. I what do you think's going to happen to him? That's a... I would need more, a little more details. Like, if he just said fuck it and decided to go, like, drive around with these guys. Like, hey, aren't you supposed to be taking us to, like, where we got to go? Like, we got to piss and all that stuff. <laughs> like, so I don't think he's got, like, keys and shit. Like, this is like... the it, This dude was, like, an essentially, a, like, a, an inmate Uber. Right, like, like, where are you going? Also, who thought, I'm out. Like, peace. Like, now, Later. hear me out. Like, first off, what are the like? This dude is not armed at all. Like, where is there? There's got to be some certified state official like involved. That's an actual either like, uh, corrections officer. Or I would have to guess there's like at least somebody like telling them, or with them. Like, right? Yeah. Like, because what happens if like there's a prison break? Correct. Like, yeah. Like, oh, dude, we're getting transported on this day. Like, we saw some crazy. We got that sh- kid. Yeah. And that kid's like, hey, I quit. Or <laughs> he like, just quit in the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not transporting him anymore. He just got off the bus, let everyone off. Yeah. Today's like, your lucky day. I quit. There's just too many variables, like, where there had to be some checks and balances. Like, yeah. I just can't see them understand, like. I don't, I don't understand how there isn't, like, somebody be like, oh, well, all right, dude, just get in there and drive it, and we'll deal with this fucking asshole later. <laughs> like, somebody behind them is just like, yeah, we'll we'll take it over from here. Or, like, a, a two-man job, someone in the passenger seat who could just be like, I'll, I'll drive. Yeah. Just switch. Like, a 21-year-old kid driving four prisoners. Seems a little weird, right? Yeah, there, there's got to be more to this. Like, he had to, like, did he, like, try to let these, fu- well, no, he wouldn't get kidnapping if he tried to free them. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. So, like, did he just take these guys to like leave them in a parking lot at fucking McDonald's? Like, we'll let the heat deal with you. We'll see yeah. what happens. But, but no, there's no other charges besides larceny and kidnapping. Like, you could get like some form of like assault or reckless. Like, I don't know Florida's laws. They're a little bit different, obviously, than ours. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Well, like you actually go to jail there for shit when yeah. you do <laughs> fucked up shit. You go to jail. Like. Like this is fucked up, but this also I don't think this kid should be getting fel like serious felony charges. 
There's way there's not enough checks and balances in this. This system. isn't like quitting Dunkin' Donuts. Right. It's a little different. <laughs> like there should be like you should probably like your PP slab should be a little different. Like then, a serious fine, you can never get a government job in the state of Florida. I'm fine with that. Like remove any security credit like the penalty of getting dishonorable discharged. Like you can't work for the federal government. Okay. Like I'm cool with that. Like there's there's or but I mean like he's 21 years old I mean what do you expect this kid's an immature kid I mean he, he was probably hungover a serious fine didn't feel like driving like yeah that's wild to me yeah but what, yeah that was my that was this, my story did this company keep the contract too like I want to <laughs> probably yeah, like, yeah they probably did yeah great stories today for patrol gone wild fellas but that being said Caleb had a couple stories he wanted to get into as far as news so let's get into those. All right. Up first, we have France to ban smoking at public parks and beaches. And they're eyeing a plan also that would uh, do plain packaging for all tobacco. And with this, all the act that they're dealing all at once, they want to increase the price of a pack of cigarettes from 12 euros to 13 euros. And that's also on all vaping and uh tobacco products as well so you good dog you are you got sounding congested. very oh, snuffy congested yeah. Yes. yeah so uh it's a price rate it's a price increase it's a plain packaging uh tobacco product act and a public uh ban of smoking in public parks and beaches and i just have to say france what's going on everyone knows when you go to france you can see people uh smoking cigarettes everywhere at cafes on the side of the streets Anywhere you go, and now they're going to ban this. What happened to you, France? I think you've fallen. I don't know, guys. What do you guys feel about this one? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we know there's a war on tobacco, so uh, no surprise here. No surprise. Uh, these um, touristy destinations are becoming a lot more dangerous, a lot more strict about uh, you know smoking, drinking. Uh, no surprise here. It's only going to get worse. In uh, in 2008, they banned smoking at all indoor places, and now on their cigars, all the bands are either going to be black label or white label, and they're just going to have uh, the size of the cigar, the name of the cigar, and where the cigar is from on the label, and that's it. No colors, no nothing, no bands, just the plain black and white band. That's about it. It's wild because we talked about this last week with Max. Like, I I can't imagine the industry viewing that as, as a positive in any way, shape, or form, and this is stupid. France has just a history of fucking shit up in their government. Like, this is dumb. No surprise. France has fallen. They're also issuing new fines in 2024, which will obviously be at a higher increase. And it's estimated that as of uh, two years ago... Uh, about 40% of all cigarettes and cigars smoked in France are, were purchased illegally. So uh, brought through without paying taxes. So Interesting. Interesting. It's definitely something to keep our eyes on. Yeah. If you're a fan of cigars and smoking tobacco in France, we wish you luck, but you got to fight for your rights. Uh, up next, we have Red Anchor. The Commodore begins shipping soon. So uh, the Commodore is a new... A new size, right? A massive 7x55 Parejo. Uh, it is an Ecuadorian Habano 2000 wrapper and a binder of Monte Planta, Dominican Republic. It fillers from the Dominican Republic as also Habano 92 and San Vicente in Pennsylvania in there as well. 
So uh, MSRP, the Commodore size, is about $30 per stick. And they come in boxes of 25 cigars. So obviously we know Red Anchor makes great cigars. Uh, United does a great job with that line. Um, this wasn't the one we smoked, man, we got from PCA. No, we got the... It's like a Lancero. No, there was another one we got. There were two. There was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, the, so the Lanceros were... We, I think we have these, Gio. Yeah, we got them. We definitely have the f- these. Yep, saving them for a special date maybe or something. I mean, like that's that. a fat fucking cigar. We'll have to talk to Oliver. We'll have yeah. to bring him back on. We'll smoke those. Yeah. I know it'll be fire. But I, I will say uh, this is a great cigar. Uh, kind of a big cigar. Yeah, yeah that's a I'm big I'm going to be honest with that's you. That's a big boy. A 55-inch ring gauge is a lot for me. I don't really like cigars that size. And I'm very curious. Like, I mean, I'll try it. I love this blend. Like, I haven't had a bad red anchor. I'm interested in seeing, like, how that ring gauge changes the flavor profiles a little bit. Not that I'm this fucking cigar snob that can tell you, you know, differences. But we know thicker ring gauges can change the entire, you know, taste of a cigar. So I feel like the cigar would be, it's going to be a little hard to smoke this thing. Uh, especially for a person that prefers a smaller ring gauge, but it is what it is, man. We're definitely gonna give it a whirl. You know how we do on the show. Yeah. So. Well, them I'm fat excited boys. There's a lot of people that love them. A lot of people that love them. I'm I'm sure it'll be a great cigar either way. Can't wait and look forward to trying it. All right, love it. All right, last news story of the day: We have Fred Minnick is releasing his top 100 unranked whiskeys and bourbons for 2023. Uh, here's a few names on the list of maybe some things we've had, some things we like, and some things that we're familiar with. Uh, Angel's Envy, Cash Strength Rye. We have Barrel Bourbon, Batch 35, 117 and a half proof. Blood Oak, pa- Blood Oath, Pack 9. Elijah Craig, B523, and C923. Uh, that's Cash Strength, right, Jerry? That's their uh, barrel proof stri- line. Yep. Uh, Jack Daniels, 12-year, 107 proof is on there. Jefferson's Tropics. 104 proof. Michter's Rye Toasted is on there. Old Forster, Old Forster 100 proof is on there. I can there. tell you right now, the Michter's yeah. Toasted Rye is unbelievable. And uh, another one for you guys, Old Line American Single Malt is on there as well. So uh, some things we're familiar with, some things we've tried. Uh, also on there is uh, Thomas Handy as well. There's uh, Dude, there's 100 bourbons on this list. He did it in no particular order, just in alphabetical order. But uh, those are just some that we are familiar with. Uh, there also was uh, Old Forester Birthday Bourbon, 96 proof. Old Man Winter Batch 2. Parker's Heritage 10-Year Rye. Penelope 9 Cast cast, uh, Penelope strength. Nine cast Strength. And Penelope Rosé cast, cast Finish, which I've had that. It's also pretty good, too. We had it at Whiskey Riot this year. It was really, really good. Uh, really good. Here's one that I've we've done in the past. Rare Breed, 116.88 proof. Excellent bottle. Uh, Redwood Empire is also on the list. The Rocket Top. Love that one, too, by the way. Uh, Remus Gatsby's on there. That's a $200 bottle. So, uh, oh, Smoke Wagon, uncut, on there as well. And we were fortunate enough to, I'm pretty <coughs> sure, to do that with, uh, with Aaron. Aaron Chepanek. Yep. yep, that was actually really cool. Also, we talked about it on a new segment, but he did have the Buffalo Trace Prohibition series. He had the Spiritus Fermenti on there as well. So that was the the pint bottles in a set of five for a thousand dollars. So I mean, Frank Menick's one of the top whiskey raiders in the game. So 
what he can get a hold of is incredible. So, you know, but quite the list that everyone in the bourbon game is looking forward to putting out each year. <coughs> Excuse me. The, yeah, co- dude, the, co- the you, caucus is acting up. Yeah, I was going to say, man, you are, you're sick, bro. Uh, Stag Jr., uh, 22A and 23B also on the list as well for those stag guys out there. I've had so many of them. I have gotten rid of all of them. <coughs> I am not a huge stag guy. Uh, I, I, I thought I really liked stag, and then I realized that it's just... Gasoline? It's gas, man. It's it's fire. That's not to shit on any guys. I, I prefer a little bit of a lower proof, but you start getting into those high, like 125 to 130. It is It is a lot for me. And I, I don't really prefer it. So I would rather, you know, trade that or get rid of it and get a little something a little lower that I enjoy a little more. And here's one for Geo Woodford Reserve, batch proof, 124.7. Made the list as well. Oh, that was the, uh, histo- not the historic, uh, but that was one of the master blends, I think. I believe you're correct, sir. Yeah. But uh, that being said, man, you ready to get in this uh, cigar review? Yes, I am. Cigar Review's done. Smoke this thing down to the nub. I just threw it out in the ashtray now. Uh, second time smoking the SBC 22. I uh, got to say, appearance-wise, nine and a half. I love the band. I love the barber pole. The band with that purple and the uh, neon green, it really pops. So when you guys get this, smoke it or see it, it's going to stand out. It's awesome. It makes for a great picture as well. So we'll just say it there. Uh, burn, nine. No issues here at all. Just great burn. Construction, nine as well. Held its own. Uh, draw, I did a V-cut, nine. No issues here. First time doing a V-cut in a while. It might be because I'm wearing the V-cut shirt. I don't know. Just fit my mouth perfectly tonight. Ooh, he said it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, enjoyment, I gave this thing a nine as well. So overall score, 45 and a half times it by two. 91 for me. Uh, I think I touched enough on the, the band, how cool it was. Uh, I got this slightly uh, sandy light chocolate mocha on the cold draw. And it kind of held that like mocha taste, a little creamy all the way through. And I just think the size of the cigar, perfect size. It tastes like tobacco. <laughs> no, Caleb, Caleb has come a long way. Caleb, I think, is our best cigar reviewer, honestly. I try. Uh, that being said, Caleb, our reviews are so similar. Uh, the appearance, I gave this thing a 9.5. I've seen the box uh for those who have not smoked one yet, twelve nine. That's when it's gonna be available to you guys. Um really, really cool colors. This thing pops. That neon green on the purple. Uh really, really cool. Um I think I said it, but uh nine point five on that. Uh the burn I gave it a nine. No issues at all. Construction, uh skip. Keep doing what you're doing, buddy. That's also a nine. Burn I had no issues. I smoked it down to the nub. That was also a 9. Uh, the overall enjoyment, I gave it a 9.5, bringing me to a 46.92 overall. Caleb touched on a couple notes there. Uh, this thing is smooth, man. Um, the size is perfect. Corona Gordas are one of the... Coronas are the best cigars to our size. It is perfect. Uh, you will love this cigar. Um when we talk about, like, should I get a single, should I get a five-pack, should I get a box, go out there, get a box. I know you guys are like, oh, well, they're on Cigar Hustler Network. Of course they're going to say that. Go get a box. Go get a box. You're not going to be disappointed. 92 overall. Fantastic fucking cigar. 
uh, tasting notes. Uh, I don't really have a lot. I'll get it. I'll just say it was a fantastic cigar. I'll be completely honest. Gio, what'd you get, bud? All right. I'll get right into it. The SBC 2022 in 2023. We gave the appearance here a nine. Love the barber pole. Love the look of the logo on it here. Uh, The box, simplistic. Can't complain about it. That cedar, then the little inside with the... It's just like the... uh, if I'm correct, the previous year, how it had like the color scheme inside. Yeah, I saw they actually posted a little video of it. Uh, they were laying on the P yeah. for Pistania onto the box. It looks really cool. It's dope. It's like a neon green. Yeah. We're going to have to get neon green P shirts from. You know. We're going to have to just throw black lights at this bitch so everything pops. Yeah, right. Uh, Burn we gave it an 8.5. And yes, Caleb's shirt will be neon green. Uh, I'm or cool with it. <laughs> Never mind. I'll skip. Pause. <laughs> Back to Gio. <laughs> he he realized too late. <laughs> Back to Gio with the cigar rating. All right. Burn, I gave it an 8.5. I touched it up a few times. I don't know. I had to battle this lighter. Fucking fluid shit. Annoying. Not shitting on you. Not your fault, Caleb. Goddamn Britain lighter. Buy Zykai lighter fluid, guys. This is my plug for them today. Construction, though, this is the, what really shined in this cigar for me. 9.5. I dropped this thing when I was talking about it. You did. <laughs> and not a crack, not a break. Thing fucking smoked, no problem. Great, great construction. Could have probably threw it at Caleb and still got the smoke it right. As expected from Skip, I don't think I've ever seen one of his cigars fall apart. Uh, draw V cut as well. Nine, no issues. I like that for whatever reason. The last few uh cigars we've been smoking have been cut proof. You know, it doesn't matter whether it's a straight, a V punch, you name it. I've been enjoying it. Enjoyment nine. What's not to love? We had you know a great you know conversation, uh, went everywhere from holiday traditions to controversial sports figures. That brought my overall score to a 45, bringing me to a 90. Mm-hmm. It's a 91 overall, I think. 91 overall. You are correct, sir. Another oh, 91 wow. for Pestania. Another 91. Mike. Dude. Good job. Good work out there, buddy. I know you didn't blend this one, but... A plus. Good job. Send us a box. <laughs> Send us a box. We need it. But it's Christmas. 91. Yeah, dude, seriously. It's fucking Christmas, Mike. Santa Mike. A Santa Mike. But uh that being said, I mean, another great episode. Uh obviously a lot of things coming. Make sure you guys are getting in on the giveaway. Uh we're not gonna forget about that. I know it was an hour and a half ago we talked about it, but let's uh let's talk about that hat. Let's talk about that new shirt. Let's talk about that five pack of cigars. It's the giving season. We're going to give away. Uh, Geo's going to go over that. So remember, got to be following us on Instagram when we throw the post up. You're going to need to subscribe to us on YouTube. And when that post goes up, you have to tag two people for the entry. It's one entry per person. We're not doing this, you know, tag more, get more. Too, too much to track. 
But I, I realized I never even switched the camera while I was saying all that. But yeah, Geo, Geo touched on it. Tag two people. Get in on the giveaway. Uh, this is pretty cool. It costs you nothing. Mm-hmm. Get after Five that. Five cigars, hat, shirt, and some swag. And some swag, man. You and can that- be like our daddy Dill for himself. So swagged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the stickers are pretty nifty, too. Oh, those are new. <laughs> those are new, New buddy. stickers, new DTH stickers. Cockthroat and all. <laughs> I'll even throw in uh, some streptococcus if you're a local winner. So, um, <laughs> that being said, any closing notes to the episode, Caleb? Uh, once again, thank you guys for following on the YouTubes, the Facebook, uh, Instagram as well, and the TikTok. Just make sure you keep subscribing. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, grow our gang. Really growing here, folks. That's why we do such amazing giveaways. So uh, thank you for our listeners and supporters. Just make sure you're following. And uh, Jerry, hit us with that audio follow. The audio follow? Yeah, you know. you always I do the video, you do the audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, but if you're listening to us on, uh, you know, audio only, make sure you're checking us out on a Cigar Hustler Podcast Network, the number one cigar network on Podbean. They're fucking legends. We're fucking legends. You're fucking legends for listening to this. Uh, and guys, remember, on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, however you get your podcast for new episodes, Cigar Hustlers Podcast is what we are under. And uh, if you guys are looking for a bottle around 75 bucks, this shit right here. Fire. That is fire, dude. Fuego. Been we looking, we did mash bill. This is fucking super good. Been man. looking forward to trying that one. That is super good. Been looking forward to trying it. I'm glad we got the opportunity. Well worth the wait. Uh, glad we cracked it open today. Very sweet. Nice, smooth taste. No bite at all. 75 bucks. Buy it for a Christmas present for yourself or give it to a friend or family member. That being said, we didn't really, uh, we didn't buy that bottle. Or no, we didn't get that bottle. We we bought that bottle. Well, Caleb bought that bottle. Yeah. And uh, fantastic. It'll be a tax right off. uh, That being said, we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Check out all the shit we just talked about. Uh, Make sure you're in that. uh, Make sure you're in the giveaway. Details to come on Instagram. Make sure you're on the lookout for that post. The giveaway post. Peace. The Down to Herb Podcast, its owners and sponsors take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It's not our intention to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Jerry Lewandowski, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their show. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hopes that they will be entertaining to the audience.